everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast we analyze the 1999 examination of beauty in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute 11, which if I bring up my notes, tells me that it begins with Usher saying, it only makes you stronger, I eat, <laughs> which I sounds stupid saying but he sounds great saying it yeah (laughs) he can pull it off in a way that i cannot and i have it going through dean saying i mean the girl's an institution in this place dean 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 is well we'll 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 get we'll get to dean if i if if dean does what i seem to recall dean doing Towards the end of the movie. Don't we'll get do what Dean, Dean does. <laughs> like, just in general, that's just like a yeah. good life rule. What's funny, it feels like they had forgotten to put a boom mic near Paul Walker and he had to record all of his lines again seven months later. And so he was trying to get the facial expressions uh, to match his voice. He looks dubbed. But he's not. Oh, I haven't. He's not. It's just the that. way he talks. He's like, um, he's both the whitest and also trying to be a black kid. Like he makes Ken. What if Kenny Fisher tried to be Kenny Fisher and Special K at the same time? He would be Dean. Like I think my brain just liquefied. Yeah. Trying every to fig- t- trying to picture that. <laughs> yeah, every time Dean talked. I hated, I, like, that's what might happen to my brain, too. I was like, I don't understand. I can't get a handle on who you are. Right. So, she's all that, too. Dean's List. Actually, that'd probably be a pretty good name for, like, if you made a list of some sort. That, yeah, that would be pretty, that would be pretty good. Hey, James, <laughs> you want to write a movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> he has to forgive everyone he was a douchebag to. We could do that for snips. We could. The Newsies Minute people that I uh, I tweeted out from Newsies Minute that they should especially come would be confused. Cool. But... Uh, then we won't do that. <laughs> I, <laughs> also, this, epi- this show will not have dropped yet. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yes. So Dean gives us a real quick rundown of who Zach is. Well, let, let me just real quick. I, I didn't do this last week, but let me talk just really, really quickly about what doesn't kill me make me stronger. Okay. Um, that was a Nietzsche quote from Twilight of the Idols, uh, 1888, which does sound like a metal album. Um, it's part of aphorism number eight from the Maxims and Arrows section. Um, and the full quote is, Aus der Kriegsschule des Lebens, was mich, ni- was mich nicht umbringt, macht mich starker. Which means, out of life's school of war, what does not kill me makes me stronger. And you then just it wanted said, to speak in German, didn't you? I, I mean, I was like, if you know, if you've taken the language, you may as well just do the thing. But yeah, yeah. basically the, the Wikipedia article was like, and then um, media just took it. And like, everyone has a thing that refers, you know, Kanye West, Kelly Clarkson, etc., etc., etc. So yeah, but then, <laughs> then Kanye West and Kelly Clarkson, you know, media. Right, exactly. You know, <laughs> the A to Z of media. <laughs> nope, just the K's. Just the K just, section. So, 
Dean is telling Zach about himself mansplaining mm-hmm. to a man about the man that he's mansplaining to. Yep. <laughs> um, my note was, thanks, Dean. Now I know everything I need to know about this character. <laughs> yeah. It's like he, you're, he basically lists off all of Zach's accomplishments. What, what was your, did you have a favorite accomplishment? Because I had a favorite accomplishment. I don't remember what they were. Let me, let me pull up the, well, um. Here, here's what he says. He says, you better do something, man, because your legacy is in, da- in jeopardy here. I mean, one second, you're Zach Seiler, class president, standout athlete, all around bad ha- badass Mamba Jahamba. Yeah. I have a feeling that your favorite was my least favorite. <laughs> It was my favorite in that it was my least favorite, I think. Okay. Does that that's make sense? Fair. <laughs> yeah. The, the subtitles really helped me out with that one because I always okay. thought it was like Mamba Jamba for whatever yeah. reason, but Jahamba makes it way worse. And I'm not sure mm-hmm. why. It feels because it feels like he was saying it wrong. Like right. if, it feels like the line was. Mamba Jamba, or should have been like Mama Jamma. Yeah, and he just completely tripped over his tongue, and they were like, "Okay, that's the take." And he's like, "Are you sure you don't want me to do it right?" And they're like, "Nah, we're good. Nobody's listening to what you have yeah. to say anyway." <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're I like, do. That, th- I think my great. favorite was when he announced um, to Zach what Zach's last name was. Yeah, <laughs> because we haven't like all we knew up to this point is that he's Zach. Yeah, I exactly. guess d- the picture of him that he was looking at before we saw his actual face, did it say Zach Seiler? Uh, I, I can't, I can't imagine it just says President Zach or Zach class president, right? Well, did it say his name at all? Maybe not. Maybe I, not. I honestly don't recall. Maybe not. Well, if we're feeling uh, perky at some point, we'll, maybe we can go back and look. Or maybe not. Hey, we listener. Want to go back... 10 minutes? Please, please do. Um, Not even. Like, like six minutes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, And then, oh, he says, the next thing you know, you're Zach Seiler, bitch boy. So, Dean is not high on my list of people I want to speak. um, (laughs) Just ever, ever again. So. So, what... Is he, is he just saying, hey, you got dumped, ergo you are a bitch boy? Yeah. Because, like, dudes get dumped all the time. Right. I think it's the, your class president, how can you let this is bad, this is a bad look, I think. Add in some, like, toxic masculinity of you've got, you should oh, be the dumper and not oh, the dumpy. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, I feel like Dean's whole character is a stretch. Huh. What? This, I just, this feels a little bit like Romeo and Juliet a little bit. Okay. Where Zach is Romeo and Taylor is Rosalind. Okay. uh, Dean is Benvolio. Preston's Mercutio. Lainey's Juliet. Eldon Henson is the nurse. And... Yeah, I mean, it's basically a port, a straight port. Um. You know, till the end. <laughs> I'm, hey, no spoilers. <laughs> She's all dead. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. 
But all right, the, all right. Let me let me let me bring it, pull it back in. This scene is like that scene at the beginning of Romeo and Juliet. Sure, sure. Except somehow that scene had less toxic masculinity. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, they were wearing tights and so it's felt like, fine about it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. If they've been Anyways. wearing, if they had been wearing like some nice loose boxers, right, showing underneath their saggy jeans, then it would have been the same level of toxic masculinity. Somehow, somehow, I have great memories of the late '90s, and this movie is just really tossing a rock through that mirror. I just yeah. <laughs> well, so I think the problem is that we were teenagers in the late '90s. Yeah. And so the me- the great memories that we have was of the fun that we were having. Right. And not necessarily of the meat. I mean, like uh, our great memories of the movies that we yeah. watched at that time is because at the time we didn't know better. Right. And yeah. And I, I, I'm more thinking about like, yeah, I mean, it's not that this movie. I think we're not supposed to like Dean or really Zach that much Correct. right now. I I still am enjoying this movie, but I feel like when you were talking about the boxers showing and like all this stuff, I was like, man, the 90s sure did have some stuff, huh? Just like yep. a bunch of stuff in it. Yep. And I love, I love the memory that, I love the, you know, kinds of memories that are like, nah, just the good stuff. Like, yeah. remember all the good stuff? No, no, no. Don't look over at those boxers hanging out. Come over here. Come over here. <laughs> Come over here to where the good stuff is. <laughs> exactly. Um, look, we have Pop-Tarts. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then, so and it makes a really interesting comparison because then they see Brock arrive. Yeah. And I'm going to say this at the at the outset. I like Brock a little bit more than these boys. At least he wears his like douchiness like right out on the on the sleeve and it's just full brock and not like conspiratorial aristocratic asshole high school boys i i i can't quite agree okay but i think it's because i think the re like i see your point but i think the reason i can't quite agree is because brock is as far as we're led to believe an actual adult? And that's fair. And that's And fair. yet he's acting as bad as Dean, who is a juvenile. I, I agree. And I mean, I was like, I feel like he signed the auto. He was giving autographs and like all of that felt fine to me. Sure. And he was dressed sort of blech and... The whole relationship with him and Taylor, we have, you know, don't look too closely at it, lest you be incredibly disturbed, depending on how long ago. Because season two of The Real World, I mean, unless this is an alternate universe where The Real World happened six years later or something, season two was in 1992. So let's say he was 18 when he was on The Real World in 92. Now he's 25. And she's in, in high school. And she's in high school. Let's say she's she's a senior. Let's say she's an Aaron age senior where she's already 18. Yeah, so we'll assume she's 18. but some, And, and it's, it's not even the 25 to 18. It is yeah. the 
High school. 25 to high school. Right. Absolutely. Like, I don't care if she's, you know, failed out a couple times and she's 22. It's the fact that she's in high school. Right. That just squicks me out a lot. And I think we're supposed to forget that the real world season two was not like this most recent season. (laughs) Right. It. I think it's even, check my, check my work on this. I think it's even that he's picking her up at her high school is the, is the grossest part to me. Like if they met at a restaurant. Yeah. It would be not great, but it wasn't like I drove my car to get you after your school at high school that you're at. Yeah. I... See, part of it also is that I keep, I have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that he is an actual adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he does act like a 12-year-old. Sure. Yeah. Like, on his good days, he acts like a 12-year-old. Honestly, most of the time he acts like a three-year-old. Right. Yeah. I mean, most, we're of gonna... what we, most of what we've seen from him is, what if a three-year-old could be horny like a grown-up man? Right, yeah. Which is Simon... a whole special level of gross. Yeah, exactly. Simon Boggs has already acted more mature in the brief times that we've seen him. <laughs> yes, yes. He is, and he is an actual, um, like... Child. Boy, yeah, Like, exactly. middle schooler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't this, know. These five Brock... minutes are... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, just going to say that Brock is gross. Yeah. Yeah, And it bothers me a lot that Taylor, like, I understand from the perspective of a vapid high school girl, I understand why Taylor was like, oh, this famous, quote unquote, older dude is into me. I'm going to dump my high school boyfriend and go date this, quote unquote, famous guy. Right. But when you really look at it, like, not, you not, even just yeah. look at Zach standing next to Brock. Uh-huh. And, like, Matthew Lillard's not a bad-looking guy. Like, he's a huh. kind of a doofy-looking guy. Yeah. But Espe- he's really scrawny in this age of his acting. Like, Yes. And especially in this role, I feel like they hammed up a lot of yeah. the, like, a lot of his more... Yeah. Gross qualities. Not that I think yeah. he's a gross guy, but they were like, hey, Matt, be Go super gross. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they took, you know, he's a, a decent looking guy who can yeah. go weird looking very easily. Yeah. And so even just on the, the very surface, you've got clean cut, all American, Class president, soccer captain, Freddie Prince Jr. And then you've got... All around badass Mamba Jahamba. Uh Don't forget that one. Right. How could I? (laughs) And then you've got Brock. Yeah. With the muscle tees and the tattoo of his own face on his arm. (laughs) I Really, honestly, it is the tattoo of his own face labeled me. (laughs) That really just is like the nail in the coffin for me. I could give Brock, I could cut him some slack if it weren't for that. 
but since the first time we really see him, he's getting his own face tattooed on his arm. Right. I and I think there's a world where getting your own face tattooed on your arm with me underneath it is funny and ironic, and then that's it. Sure. But I think you have. I think you have to trade that for a more reserved personality so that it was a weird funny choice to make and not a you know that's a weird wild choice to have made right and you're like blah i'm animal from the muppets only grosser right Right. like if you know not i'm gonna go ahead and shout out our other podcast thanks for the lyrics here yeah if pete wentz got his own face tattooed on his arm yeah i'd be like okay Pete wentz classic pete wentz exactly Yeah, exactly but then Brock doing it is just like, ugh. I mean, yeah, classic Brock. I feel like Brock is being what Mark Hoppus wanted to be portrayed as in the late 90s. Yes. But he isn't. And he never has been. But this is what, this is, it's his, like could have gotten Mark, Mark Hoppus to be on this movie as Brock. I think that I think basically what I'm saying is Mark Hoppus would have done exactly as good a job at being Brock Hudson as Matthew Lillard. Did. Yes. Was What's My Age Again written about Brock Hudson? Uh it was originally called Peter Pan Syndrome and uh yeah, basically. Okay. Basically. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Now and Matthew Lillard could very easily have been in the What's My Age Again video as Brock Hudson, and it would have been like, oh, yeah, all right. I see yeah. that this song is about this character. Got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Whew. So um, he gets out of his car, and he's listening to a song. Okay. Uh, it's called Give It To Me Baby. Um, when I saw the subtitle said Give It To Me Baby, I was like, is he listening to The Offspring? He is not listen- listening to The Offspring. He is listening to Give It To Me Baby by Rick James. Okay. Um, which came out in on in February of 1981. It was from his album Street Songs, and it charted on the Billboard Hot 100. Actually, it uh, it spent says it spent two weeks at number 40 and spent five weeks at number one on the R&B chart. So it literally made the top 40 by the skin of its teeth, like okay. just barely. Um, I think that the "Give It to Me, Baby" is pretty much. I don't know how the rest of the song actually, honestly, goes. So. Um, about top 40, low top 40 in 1981 is about where I would have probably put it anyways. So, sure. Okay. I don't, th- I didn't, the, the Wikipedia article, that was pretty much it. Doesn't look like it's been, I didn't look up if it has been sampled on anything. It's, we hear it for literally just that one hook. That's what that is. So let's okay. move on. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, my next note is, did you see that girl looking when so Brock and Taylor? Oh, I I gave two uh, tries at their couple name Brailler or Tay Rock. I don't know which one you prefer of those two. Brockler. Ooh, Brockler. That sounds like someone who makes broccoli. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Taylor. My dad was a Brockler. Did you say Taylock? I said Tay Rock. Tay Rock. Which sounds like a kind of music, I suppose. Taylock is pretty good. Troc. Troc. Troc Baylor stars in Breaking Fists 4. Braylock. I kind of like circled back around on it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I watched that happen in real time. I know. I don't. I don't <laughs> think they. What would Zach and Taylor's name have been? Zach. I think Tack. Tack. Yeah. I don't think it's probably a good thing that a uh, couple names weren't really a thing that people were doing in high school at this time. Tack Viler. Um. <laughs> I had to stop and think about what Taylor's yeah. <laughs> last name was for a second for that to make sense. It was Vaughn, right? Vaughn, right. Yeah. So there's a girl while they're making out who is looking with an awe that's so sweet face. Yeah. And I found it so funny because they are making out in the grossest way possible. Yep. Hey, I re- <laughs> my note is grossest make out ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like if, uh, the direction had to have been, okay, you two. Just make out in like just, the grossest way you can imagine. And he's yeah. like rubbing his, he's not grabbing her butt. He's like rubbing his hands kind of all over her butt in a completely not sexy way. Yeah. <laughs> like and they're I have like, grease on my hands and your butt is the only thing that's going to get it off. Right. And they're like <laughs> all but licking each other. That Yeah. If, yeah. They might actually be licking each other, it, yeah. and we just can't really tell because of the camera angle. Right. Yeah. It It's gross and hilarious. Like, all of this stuff is being so well done. Yes. And it's horrifying. Yes. <laughs> um. Then, speaking of horrifying, then Dean says something that I'm like, someone wrote that in a script, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean says, there are 2,000... Oh, no, it's... Uh, I'm so sorry. It is Zach that says it. And mm-hmm. it that makes it even worse. He says, there are 2,000 girls in this school. We need to circle back around on that. And he says, and I can bump monkeys with every one of them. Yeah. Bump. Bump monkeys, monkeys is a thing that... You know what? I'm going to chalk that one up to... Dean has they have been friends for so long that he has picked up yeah. some of Dean's yeah. very he's, stupid turns of phrase. He's code switching to Dean. I absolutely think that's yeah. true. Because um, because the phrase is bump uglies. Right. I've never heard bump monkeys. Right. Bump monkeys as like a a mid 90s like funk rock band. I'm all sure. for it. Bump monkeys as Anything nearing sex other than monkeys having sex, I would like to not be there for that. Yes. I would also like to not be there for the monkeys having sex. Like, let's just let them I mean, have yeah. their, their private time. Exactly. But, exactly. I mean, I mean yeah. unless they want an audience, in which case I don't think I'm the target demographic, but, you know. Because you're not monkey enough? Because I don't really have an interest in watching monkeys have fair, sex. Like, fair, that's fair. not my kink. Yeah. But Consent goes both ways. Yes. But you know um, there's somebody out there hmm. where, they, like, that's their thing. and They, they go apeshit for it. Yep. Good for them. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So bump monkeys isn't a thing at all. No. Let's circle back just... to tooth. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, he just made that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It sounds like, it actually sounds like he's trying to talk like Dean, not because he's picked up bump monkeys from Dean, but because he's trying to sound like Dean and is not doing it. 
You know what? Here's my (laughs) headcanon. Okay. At some point when they were like freshmen. Yeah. Dean said bump monkeys, meaning like bump uglies, but he just got the phrase wrong and they all mocked him. And now it's just become like their internal group slang where it's just, that's just what they call it. Right. And and which is why he says it like it's an actual phrase. Right. Because it no longer phases them at all. Exactly. I like that. That has I, I like to be what it is. I, I, that's, that's my headcanon as well. Um, does this school have 4,000 people in it? Is that a lot or is that well, not a lot? Well, so, okay. So I was going to, I figured, I knew we would come to this at some point because we were talking, when we were talking about Simon earlier. Yeah. Simon goes to this school. Right. So I don't know what grade Simon is in. I gotta say, I gotta say ninth, right? I'm wondering if this is like a secondary school that has, so like Kevin's high school was 7th through 12th. Hayfield secondary. Okay. 7th grade, 7th and 8th grade. And then there was like, cause it, cause in Fairfax County, it's junior high. Right. So right. elementary goes through 6th and then right. junior high is 7th and 8th and Kevin's high school was technically a secondary school that had junior high and high school in the same campus. Okay. So I can see a world where a heavily populated area of California. Yeah. That is a 7th through 12th grade school has 3,500 to 4,000 kids. We had like 2,000, right? 2,151 is something that that is sticking in my head. I don't know if it was even that many because we had like 350 in our graduating class, right? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we had like around between 350 and 400 in our graduating class. Okay. So we had like 1,600 total. Yeah. I can't see having more than, I can't see that we would have had more than that. All right. Well, I'm gonna hope I, I'm. The world you've painted, where it's a secondary school, upsets me. Because he's counting all of those <laughs> like twelve year old seventh graders in that two thousand girls. Yeah. 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 Maybe he's including no. Great little, not necessarily a gray area, but if if I had to choose between him saying this about seventh grade girls and young teachers at his school sure in terms of hypothetical who he could bump monkeys with yes i would prefer him to be talking about the 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 young teacher yes all 1000 of those young teachers that he's including Mm -hmm. yeah it could also be that he is just Bad at numbers. Up, bad at numbers. I mean, he's the class president, so you'd think he would know how many kids are at the school. Maybe there's 2,000 kids at the whole school, and he yeah. just, that was the number that stuck in his head. Right, right, right. Now, if he had said there's 2,000 people at this school, what a progressive movie She's All That would have been in this one regard. Yeah. But, anyways. But it was 1999. Right. One of the, <laughs> not a, not a, not a great year, uh, looking back. Um, yeah, in terms well, of and progressive, and you know, I mean, Zach is a straight guy, so yeah, 
you know, it makes sense that he yeah. would not be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Pulling exactly. people that he would not want to bump monkeys sure. with into this particular equation. Right. So my last note was Zach is kind of a tool too, isn't he? Um, which was my sort of my conclusion to this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm not going to disagree with you. Okay. Great, that counts as an agreement. Let's go to social media. Well, so my only thing is that he did just get dumped and Taylor does suck just a lot. Like, you can tell from the little yeah. bit that we've already seen. Yeah. She's she's a big tool also. So for him to say that she's totally replaceable and he can totally do better. Yeah. I don't think that's the toolish part. I think the toolish I- part is the... Look, I can have any girl I want. Right. But there's also like a bravado saving face. He just got dumped and his friends are kind of bashing him about it. So like I'm going to I'll get I'll give him a bit of a pass. Like, is it a great look? No. Yeah. Is it the worst it could be? Also, no. I think I agree with that. Um, I think that there are. Well, there's certainly at least one, at least one more time in this movie, if not more, where you have to be like, yes, we are supposed to feel bad for this, um, like, pill, like, king of the community, basically. Right. That he is mildly embarrassed. You just have to, you just have to buy into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's a weird thing. They would have... I, I was trying to... I was Before we started recording, I was trying to think of like... Surely there's been a... Well, I mean, I guess I guess he's all that is the is what's coming out. Or they're making that now, right? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to think of like... Is there an equivalent where there is a... There has to be, right? There's a weird looking... I'm going to use air quotes. Weird looking boy... And then the queen of the school gets dumped by her king of the school boyfriend. And then she makes him beautiful and then falls in... I mean, I don't want to spoil the whole movie, but I mean... I'm trying to think... Is there a movie like that? Is it Drive Me Crazy? Is that the plot of Drive Me Crazy? I don't think so. That was the one with Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier, right? Right. Wasn't he supposed to be like some doofus and then she makes him look cool? I honestly do not remember. I saw that movie one time in theaters and then immediately forgot everything about it, except for right. the poster. Right, right. Well, yeah, the poster is. I thought is that that I've was like a they had been friends and then he moved away and then he came back. Oh, Maybe okay, not. that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's weird. I'm, I'm trying to think. Is there? Because, like, a little bit. I feel like we're being led a little bit led by the hand to be like whatever bad happens to Taylor she deserves which is not mm-hmm. a great like great place to be yeah so I, like there's a bunch of, of storytelling things that are going on here that were more fine in the 90s than they than they would be now right but it's weird how how they're being done we're like how do you how do you make someone villainous and maybe this is you don't. That's just the the state of being villainous. But like, how do you make a James villainous without hoping that she gets right something bad in the culture that we have uh, in the world? Like, 
dumped by an older man, hurt by something, run over yeah. by a bus. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. I mean, well, so the I mean, the whole nature of having a villain character is yeah. that because they have done wrong to the protagonist, you yeah. want to see them get their just desserts. Right. I mean, it's not really. It wouldn't to for for most people, it would not be <laughs> satisfy a satisfying turn of events for at the end, you know, Taylor to see Christy Swanson on the dance floor and she grins, <laughs> and Taylor kind of po- looks around and then points at herself and Christy Swanson's like, "Yeah, come here." Okay, Ducky Taylor is one of my favorite things that you've ever said. Uh-huh. So that's one thing. But only if she has the full ducky at prom, like outfit with the hair and the which Taylor would stuff. never. Right. So, do you ever see John Tucker Must Die? Yes. Did I? I think that was about people that found out that he was with all of them and then try to exact revenge. Yes. If this movie. Ended with, uh, well, see, but see, that's the thing. She, mm, I was going to say where Taylor and Lainey team up to get back at Zach, but Taylor did Zach wrong. So right. that doesn't make any sense. So I don't, I, th- I don't think I, that there is a satisfying yeah. way yeah. to end Taylor's storyline. Yeah. Aside I, from I the really way lo- they do it like it does suck because it because honestly it makes her very one-dimensional yeah and yeah i know you like a villain with depth yeah and when you have a villain with depth you can get behind that villain maybe not quite getting their comeuppance because you kind of understand where they're coming from but taylor is just a quite frankly she's a vapid bitch right and i yeah like, I know you don't like that word, but she, but, um, it, yeah, you I mean, know, she... the shoe fits in this case. Like, that's the <laughs> way she's written. That's all right. there is to her. We never see her do anything that isn't self-serving. Yeah. I, um, Sierra Burgess is a loser, I think is the name of that, of that movie. That's a Cyrano de Bergerac, um, yes. Netflix thing. In that, the Taylor Vaughn, um, Gretchen, no, um, what's the mean girl? Lead mean Regina girl's name? George. Regina George of the movie teams up with the Laney of the movie to be her Cyrano. Okay. Or to like to be her not Cyrano. Other okay. other person. Okay. Um, and the scene where they start like they do a tutoring thing and then they realize they're friends. I was basically sitting with my arms in like a V victory right. uh pose the whole time. I understand that you can't do that every time. Right. Well, and you know, Regina George yeah. is actually an interesting reference point because, mm. like, she gets her comeuppance in that she gets hit by a bus and, like, breaks her spine in multiple places. Right. But then at the end... Oh, it, one of my favorite endings like, of a movie the fact, of all time. The fact that that was a real wake-up call for her mm-hmm. and she ended up finding some interests other than being a mean girl... And she was a mean girl on the field hockey field where it yeah, was Yeah, she fine. found an outlet. <sighs> yes. That, <sighs> that is a, ve- but that's a very rare instance. I know. I know. 
I know. I know. And and this is I I promise, I promise, listener, I promise Aaron, I'm not gonna harp on this the whole time. I know. But sort of. Probably. I'm I'm not gonna say this exact same way. I'll find fun and creative ways to harp on this for mm-hmm. the whole sure. thing. Um, but I, that is all I have for this minute for notes. That's all I have for this minute too. Social media? We have social media and it is that we are on Twitter as a podcast franchise as J-E underscore Minute Movies. And we are individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James. And I am in theory at Unabashedly Aaron, but... I never actually right. log into Twitter, so there's that there is a statue of Aaron that is perfectly depicted of Aaron uh, sitting at a computer with that Twitter account open. Mm-hmm. I mean, Holding here's the, the thing: you, if if you tweet yeah. at us, James will let me know if it's something I need <laughs> yeah. to weigh in on. Because if I know right. that I need to go check Twitter, I yeah. will go over and check Twitter. I exactly. just don't think to do it very often. Right, right, right. Um. We are also part of the Scavengers Network, which is a fantastic network of great shows, which can be found on Twitter at ScavengersNet. Uh, follow that for all sorts of great um, tweets about shows that are on the network, uh, upcoming events like uh, the Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase, all sorts of stuff like that. It's a good place to follow and find new shows. Yes. So that's going to do it for today. The just gross conversation and Dulé Hill is also there um, is going to continue tomorrow with well Dulé Hill being kind of gross Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I I hate to say it but I'm I'm afraid Aaron that um, in order to continue on this podcast uh, I've I've forgotten my paint stand overalls so um I James, how could I, I, you? I apologize. I listener, I don't be like me. Don't forget your paint stand overalls. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.